0: I got to start this show off right so it would not be right unless I gave y'all something interesting something random just to get them you know wet the whistle a little bit and if you never heard wet the whistle I don't know where I got it from I probably got it from like my mom or one of my aunties or something but someone told me that they never heard someone say that like enough to wet the whistle anyway to start the show off right I got some fun facts for you and this time I'm going to keep it about the law because it's some laws that are very strange that I had no idea existed ever, like even possible. Okay, so here we go. Number one, did you know that in Hong Kong, a woman can kill her husband that has committed adultery, but she cannot use a weapon. She can only use her bare hands. I'm going to say it again. (laughs) A betrayed wife can kill her husband if he is committed adultery, but she can only use her bare hands. It's a law. It is crazy. Like, that's legit crazy. Never heard of anything like that. And then I got another one. Because I thought, like, you know, why just get one? Because some of this stuff is, like, really strange. But yet and still, I mean, I guess it's kind of something to still break the ice. So, in Blue Earth, Minnesota, it is illegal for children under 12 years old to speak on the phone unless they're accompanied with one of their parents. And it's crazy because it's like, well, what if like a 10 year old needs to call their parents that's not like actually around? And then at the same time, who, how are they going to get in trouble? How did, how are the police going to know that they're under 12 years old when they answer the phone or something? Because some of us have voices that sound like, you know, kids, but we're, Older, so it's kind of crazy, but that's that's the law in Minnesota. Like, it's a lot of them, Um, it's a lot of strange laws out here. Like, okay, I got another one, and then I'm for real gonna start the show. But did you know that in Kentucky, it's against the law for a woman to remarry the same man four times? First of all, sis, don't remarry no man, y'all got a divorce for a reason, okay? I mean, that's just my opinion my opinion, but I'm not remarrying the same person four times. You know what? I might be like, you know what? I want this divorce and then remarry you, but I can't see going at the note after uh, after two times. Like That's just too much. But yeah, if you're in Kentucky and you're listening to this, you cannot remarry your man four times. It's against the law and they will throw you in jail. Sorry, but that's a good way to start the show. Welcome to Moments with Mika. So for today's show, I want to pose the question of this. Do you think that we are being overly sensitive now as people? Now, don't take the question as being offensive. Really listen to the question that I'm posing here. Um, When it comes to being able to have the freedom of speech, being able to be being able to give our opinions, do you think that we should keep on really, really censoring the things that we say? Or should we learn how to communicate and address something that we don't agree with? That's today's question. I want you guys to hit me up, inbox me, um, comment, maybe bring this up in a conversation with someone else and find out like, you know, are we being sensitive to some things? Are we being raised differently and being raised to address things in a different way to ignore it or to walk on eggshells? that's my question and here come my opinion okay so i'm semi from the era of um if it's if it's too hot then stay out the kitchen Um, i'm also from the era of if somebody hits you you hit them back i'm also from the era of if it don't feel right with you you speak your mind you give your opinion you take somebody else's opinion, it may not be facts, but you take it. And I'm wondering, are we approaching things in the same manner? And I know that we are all going to be different about things, but sometimes I I think about things and I see things and I try to put myself in other people's shoes because, you know what? I don't want to be a biased person. Like, I always want to ensure that I understand something. I want to make sure that I see things from different angles and I really want to know like sometimes are we being a little bit too sensitive to certain things and is this starting to I guess compose a new era of you can't say a lot of stuff and when I say you can't say not particularly like just speaking but as in post like right now social media is huge because we can't really be around people as much as we used to. And then going back into the flu season, we're probably going to be in quarantine again. Or we're probably going to be, you know, in the house because most things will probably be closed again. And I'm not wishing that on us. But, I mean, this is where the numbers is looking at right now. This is what they're predicting. So I'm just only going off of predictions, not facts. But um, social media is something that is really controlling everything right now, Right. A lot of people are on instagram a lot of people are on facebook um i haven't really seen people use snapchat like that and i haven't really been using snapchat either Um, but when i do check my social media um, it's either facebook or instagram Um, i've been learning how to pull away from both of them uh, because to me i want to be in touch with everything that's physically around me. Um, I don't want to be too in tune with my phone, too in tune with what's going on on in other people's lives, you know. But, back to what I was saying, have you noticed now that when you make certain posts with your opinions, Facebook is now blurring it out and basically saying that you need to fact check and they make you click on something to get other information or they'll make you click on something to tell you why your opinion is wrong. And I don't particularly like that. I mean, I do believe that sometimes when we're sharing things and we're sharing different types of stories and giving different types of opinion, that we should be aware that it may not be all facts. We should be aware that, like, you know what, if you're going to give out some information, make sure it comes correct. You know, like, but I don't think that what we're seeing should be blurred out or anything like that. Um... And also at the same time, I also feel like, you know, people should be able to give their opinion. And yes, some people opinions are going to be ignorant, period. It's going to happen. Like, you know, out of 100 good comments, you might get a good 10 of them that's just ignorant, maybe even more. But it happens. That's the yin and the yang, the good and the bad. It always happens, right? It levels and balances itself out. But When I say that I am a person from if you can't stand the heat, stay out the kitchen. If you know that your comment is going to bring some heat and some fire and your opinion is going to bring some heat and some fire, you got to be ready for what comes next. That's why I always be careful about the things that I say. I try to think it through. But at the same time, I don't feel like I should have to walk on eggshells. Because, I mean, most people, if you're conversating with them, they should be able to tell by your body language by the way that you um carry yourself and about you know the way that the way that you talk the person that you are they should know if you're trying to be offensive facetious or sarcastic or anything you know so i wanted to really ask that question because um a lot of the stuff that we're seeing is now trying to be controlled by social media and i know i've been talking about this whole new world order thing but doesn't this sound familiar Um, It's this book that I read. Um, I think it's... I want to say it's called 1984. Um, I think that's the name of it. I should have probably looked it up. But 1984 is basically a book. um, And it's basically from a while ago. Explaining... Oh, yep. It is 1984. I was correct. So, it's basically a book talking about how um, Big Brother, meaning the government kind of controlled every single thing that was going on like you couldn't walk outside without being controlled and a lot of the stuff that he said in the book I feel like we're heading in that direction anyway Um, but do we really want to let people really have that much control over what we say like at that point is social media really fun because like aren't we supposed to be able to express ourselves and then at the same time I believe like If you can't handle certain conversations, um, if certain things piss you off really, really easily, then doesn't that mean that you're supposed to be around, I don't know, different type of people or have different types of conversations or maybe not even address things if you can't handle it? And there's one quote that I've seen um, that makes a lot of sense. But this quote said, you have the right to freedom of speech, but it is limited by where you are. What you say and how you say it crazy thing is um one thing that we didn't realize is uh when you have an employer your freedom of speech actually goes away because um basically when they they own you i don't want to say it like that but they do own you you know you don't have the right to say um, anything that you want to say you don't have the right to post whatever you want to post so it's like blurred lines when it comes to what we have freedom to do when it comes to our speech and everything. So, I wanted to ask people about this and see like certain opinions about it because I could just be a person that is okay with having certain conversations, maybe because I'm a talker, but I don't want it to come to a day like right now, it's just the beginning stage. Like right now, it's not bad, but I always like to catch things really, really early instead of catching on really, really late, right? So, now that I'm seeing more and more often that. Facebook and Instagram and stuff is censoring a lot of stuff. You know, they wouldn't even let Minister Farrakhan have a Facebook page. And they're saying that um, some type of, you know, he give out hate speech or any everything like that. Even though he, he, he doesn't. He give out his opinion. He give out um, the things that he know. You know, he speak from what he know. He speak from his knowledge. So... I just want people to be aware of where we're heading. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like if you can't handle certain things, like if you can't handle listening to certain people talk, if you can't handle certain conversations, don't put yourself in a predicament to do it. Um, but I feel like we're heading into something that is a lot more censored, a lot more controlled than usual. And first is probably going to start with speech but we don't know what's what's next. And it's not to scare anybody, but, you know, that's just my opinion. You know, when you have to do so much to get around and just to give your opinion on something, it's just ridiculous to me. But on that note, guys, guess what? I have a real moment that I recorded a couple days ago, and I want to share it with you right now. So I love to have these real talk moments. And I was watching this financial video, and this lady was speaking. And I'm going to just call her auntie because I forgot her name. Uh, But auntie said that the poor want to look rich and the rich don't care if they look poor. And I didn't like the wording, but I knew exactly what she was talking about uh, because I've heard this a lot. I've seen it a lot. I've heard a lot of conversations about it. I've heard a lot of people use Jay-Z as an example. When he was fresh in the game and he started rapping, you've seen Chains, you've seen all that. And if you look at Jay-Z now as a billionaire, you don't wear any of that. You don't wear any of the flashy stuff. And it kind of made sense to me. And it shifted my thinking when I heard that, right? It shifted me to say, you know, maybe I should get the mindset of a person that is rich. You know, you may not be rich yet, but think about it. When you're rich, like, I want to make sure that I'm prepared, that when I get more money, that I don't create more bills so I've been teaching myself like certain things I don't need as a purchase like i sink seen this really really cute Chanel purse $4,000 I could save you know I could you know take a couple checks aside make sure I get all my bills and then buy one and then I was like if I can't keep $4,000 additional in my bank account just for that $4,000 purchase then I shouldn't make it yet. Because what's the use of having something that's valued at $4,000 and not have $4,000 as well? And I guess it might sound crazy, but that's the way that I think financially sometimes. I don't want to make a certain purchase that's going to be large if I'm not going to still have that same amount of money or more in my account or available to me if I want to make a large purchase. But I've been on that kind of wave when it comes to purchases. Like, you know, we're getting this extra money. Most people been praying for some extra money. We've been getting stimulus check. Most people been getting a lot of money off of unemployment. So far, most people have made $12,000 off of un- unemployment. So we've been getting a lot more money, but it's showing in our community that we're not using our money correctly. 75,000 people are being evicted in the city. And I don't know where you're at when you're listening to this, but I'm talking about Detroit. Um, So I feel like, you know, I should keep on trying to find a way for us to not only make money, because, you know, you don't want more money, more problems, but how to allocate your money, how to actually save, how to live a different lifestyle, maybe live out of 70, 30. My, My parents taught me that, like, growing up. 70-30 was basically 10% to church, 10% in your savings account, 10% for investments, 70%—well, when I was younger, I didn't really have bills, so 70% was my play money. But as I get older now, I changed it to where, like, you know, 50% goes to bills, different things like that, 30% play money, you know, and then have other money. You know, I can give to someone, I can give to church, and I can still also save, so— I want to tell people that, you know, you got to take what you got and kind of work with what you got. Like, we don't have a million dollars yet. But what happens when you get that million dollars and you haven't disciplined yourself? You haven't trained yourself not to go crazy. You don't want to get all that and lose it all. I hear so many stories about people winning the lottery and then going crazy because they spend the money too fast. So, that's the way I've been thinking. This is my real talk moment. If you want real, if you want more money, if you want that million dollars, treat yourself as if you got it right now. If you had it right now, you wouldn't want to spend it like that. So, know where your money is going now so you'll know where it's going to go later. This has been a real moment. So, I hope you enjoyed my real moment. Um, I want to get back to that sometimes because I'd be randomly thinking about stuff. And... I literally be like oh my god I should record this and then if I wait I usually forget so yeah that was the real moment um, but today's show is just one of those things that get you thinking um, I didn't say all these things just to you know throw thoughts at your head but I really want us to really understand and grasp like what's going on around us I did not see the full video of Nick Cannon and what he said um, but I do know that Uh, Based off of all of the information, I did see clips of it, um, but he was given, you know, information about things that happened in the past. Um, So it makes me think about like, what what do we consider to be hate speech and what do we consider to be freedom of speech? Is certain parts of history considered to be hate speech or is it? history that should not be said and then also it makes me think about the question of if it's not okay for him to talk about history why is it okay for late night shows and different um comedy tv shows to say certain things and it to be okay you know um it's a lot of things that we're battling right now um it's a lot of people that do not like the fact that you bring up certain parts of history and they be like why do you bring it up that's not important but at what point, do, where are we distinguishing the lines of history, hate speech, freedom of speech? What are we free to say without hurting somebody? And then at the same time, if it's a part of history and it hurts you, even though it's a part of the history, like it's like, what do we say and what do we not say? When do we give our opinions and when, not, when do, don't we give our opinions? It's like, do we walk on eggshells forever and avoid certain things that we probably should talk about? Or should we just air it all out? Air out the history. Let's talk about it. Let's bring it to the table. Let's bring it to the forefront. Or does that mean that we're entertaining hate speech? You know what I'm saying? Like, Do you guys get what I'm saying now? Like, I didn't want to start the show off like that. But at the same time, I feel like. Our message is being blurred I feel like our opinions are being blurred like there's certain things that we don't want to bring up there's certain things that we don't want to say that's why the show I like to talk to different people because at the same time help me understand I always tell people if I don't get it make it make sense because I don't understand I always tell people that that's why I like to bring people from d- different demographics no matter where you're at no matter what you believe I don't care what God you believe in I don't care who's laying in your bed I just want to understand So I think that we got to get back. We got to get back to that. We really do. Because you know what? It's only so much that I'm going to censor myself. And it's only so much that I expect other people to be able to censor themselves. I want people to be themselves and be happy to be who they are. I want people to express themselves. As long as you ain't trying to be malicious. As long as you're not trying to be hateful. I don't see no problem behind it. And I guess it comes to a point then that we have to define what's hateful what is hateful because it's been a lot of things and I don't want to bring it back to race but it's been a lot of things that has been said hateful about black people there's always stuff that's said you know and I never want to bring a race thing into it but like we got to distinguish now at, at what point is our history hateful <laughs> if it's something that's bad to talk about is it our delivery like what exactly is the issue so I pose that question to you to get you thinking, get the gears going, talk to your people, um, to find out you know, within your demographic of people of, you know what, what's freedom of speech? What are we really free to say? Like, I had a few shows where I would talk about certain things and I would try to put them on Facebook and do what I call um, an ad, where you just kind of let it stay on the timeline for a few days. And I was denied. (laughs) I was rejected from Facebook. And it was no hate speech or anything like that. It was nothing negative. And I was denied for it because of, I think it was a religious episode. And I'm like, you know what? I don't understand. I don't get it. So, I guess it's our duty to make sure we have the conversation with other people. And then just bring the conversation out. So, this is the end of the show. Make sure you share it with somebody else. Um, Bring it to the table at your next conversation to your friends or anything like that. Don't just talk about random stuff that you see in the shade room, but talk about things that really matter. And then educate your kids about it. Alright, this has been The Talk Pit in moments with Mika. See ya.